Hi everyone, Josh here. This is the NOYC Godcast, a production of the Northern Ohio Youth Camp. Through various means, including a week of summer camp, youth conferences, sporting events, Christian content, and now a new podcast, the NOYC strives to give Christians a reason to continue on in Christ. The NOYC is far more than a youth camp. It's a joining together of like minds and unity of a desire and belief in God's word and his plan for each person's life. For more information regarding the ministry, as well as additional Christian content, please visit our website at www.thenoyc.com. I was on a car ride with a good friend the other day, and he was sharing with me that a friend of his, wait for it, had sighted a Sasquatch. Now, this friend of his had traveled to an infamous area that was very well known for Bigfoot sightings, and while on the trip, this friend was driving along and noticed a large shadowy figure way off in the distance walking on two feet with long arms and tall slumber shoulders, and let's just say that as the story progressed and the details were given, I was kind of skeptical and sort of rolled my eyes while I was taking it all in. But then the friend of mine said, oh yeah, and he snapped a picture that he sent my way. Now, my friend proceeded to get out his phone and show me the photo that his friend had texted him of this supposed Sasquatch. And sure enough, at the end of this long trail, there was a figure that was just as he described. And although it certainly had a figure like you would expect Bigfoot to have, the image was also pretty blurry and shadowy and definitely lacked clarity. Have you ever noticed that that's seriously the only type of photos that seem to exist of these creatures? We can get a crystal clear of the image of the surface of Mars that's thousands and thousands of miles away, but when it comes to an unknown mythical creature, it's all blurry and speculation. And maybe this is exactly why so many people are so intrigued and amused by the unknown is because of the mystery that surrounds it. You know, growing up in church and working in ministry for the majority of my life, I have to admit that often I have put on my tinfoil faith hat and have pursued after the mythical mystery, the unknown, and the uncertain. For decades, I've watched as Christians with good intentions have spent their lives seeking after the Sasquatch, the unicorn, the white whale of the faith, and that is God's will. Just like the image that I squinted and barely could see on my friend's phone, we often think of God's will as something that is so difficult to grasp and impossible even to know for certain. What we surmise is that his will is often blurry, it lacks clarity, and it's barely able to be known. And with this lack of certainty, we allow our lives to be directed in pursuit of this mystery that is the will of God, or... Even worse, we conclude that God's will is so mysterious and so unable to be known that we give up trying altogether, and we settle for our will, and we call it God's will. Now, don't get me wrong, God has a will and a purpose for every single person who serves him, but yet, what I would like to claim is that we can absolutely know the will of God towards us for every moment of our lives. I know, pretty big claim, right? While we're so busy chasing the big picture of what God's will is for our lives, believing blurry and images of imagination, God has given us the gift of knowing his daily will for our lives. And it's definitely not what you're thinking. What if I were to tell you that 
there was actually a direct, clear, certain, and doable explanation of God's will for your life. What if I were to tell you that God has said, this is the will of God for you? Would you be intrigued? Would you even be interested? Would you be willing to dive in and fully give yourself to fulfilling that will that he has given concerning you? Would you drop the hunt for the hidden and the search for the Sasquatch of faith? The fact is that God actually has told us exactly with precision and clarity what it is that is his will for each of us. Check out what Paul writes here in Thessalonians. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Catch this. Listen. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let me read that again, just in case, just in case you didn't catch it the first time. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. Rejoice. Pray. And give thanks. This, this is the will of God for your life. No tinfoil hats, no blurry photos, no searching for the mythical and the mystery. Three simple, easy examples of exactly what God desires for your life. Rejoice, pray, and give thanks. But the problem is, right, that it's too simple. It's downright too easy and too doable. And so many of us are unwilling to allow its entry into our lives Some cannot accept that this is actually God's will. It it lacks luster of unicorns and white whales. We're waiting for the thunder and the lightning and a great sign in the sky that says, Do this great thing, thus saith the Lord. When God is continually whispering to all who will still their hearts and listen, This is my will. Rejoice, pray, give thanks. And who knows, if you're faithful in these things, there's no limit to what I can do through you. Most of us reject rejoicing. We hurry through prayer and we neglect to give thanks in our daily lives. We consider each of these minor seasonings of the Christian life like salt that you put on a steak. Yet we're too busy seeking after the steak to recognize God has called us to be salt. We are called to live a life that is seasoned, saturated, and summarized by rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks in everything. Not once in a while, not on Turkey Day, Now, when we remember, not even on Sundays, the will of God for your life is that you would live a life devoted and willing to rejoice, pray, and give thanks. That's it. It's simple. You have found your Sasquatch. No more uncovering unicorns. The waiting for white whales is over. This is the will of God for your life. Will you accept it? Today's considerable quote comes from R.C. Sproul, and he says, God doesn't want us to just feel gratitude, but for us to show it by giving thanks to God with our lives. Don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family so that others can be encouraged and invigorated as well. We hope you all have a great Thanksgiving this week. And so thanks so much for joining us today. Until next time, continue on in Christ.